Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you are on the income and wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jaquette Timmons. We are fast approaching the close of the year, and that means that this is the perfect time to take stock of the lessons that you've learned this year, especially with regards to money. And if you've been listening to me for a while, and by the way, thank you for that, you won't be surprised to discover that I have a particular suggestion of how to go about doing this, of how to go about taking stock of the money lessons that you've learned. And the suggestion that I have for you, it is designed to help you get value from the lesson or the lessons as the case may be, that will end up living long past this present moment and will hopefully put you in a position so that you're not making the same mistake or learning the exact same lesson over and over again. But first, let's take a minute to talk about the different ways that you and I learn, the different ways that we go about acquiring knowledge or a skill or perhaps adopting a new perspective. The way I see it, there are two ways to go about doing this. You can learn with intention or you can learn by experience. And let's face it, every day, every week, every month, every year, we've got a nice combination of those two. Or maybe not a nice quote unquote combination, but we've got a combination of those two. And the former, with intention, this is when you are purposefully seeking out situations and opportunities to learn as well as people to learn from. And typically what's embedded in the process of intentional learning is a sense of curiosity and wonder. It is driven by desire. And then there's the other type of learning, experiential learning. This tends to be a bit more emotionally complex, especially when the lesson comes about because something didn't go as planned. The experience of the outcome or the factors that influence the outcome, that is what tends to drive this type of lesson. And you can spot this a mile away by the language that is used to describe the lesson. It'll come with statements like, I learned a valuable lesson, or the sentiment of you live and learn. And these statements, these sentiments are often expressed or stated in an exasperated tone. They're often said to kind of help soften the emotional blow due to disappointment or shock. So in other words, some experiential lessons come with a whole lot of angst and frustration, especially when it comes to some money lessons. So here's an example. There is a huge difference between saying, I want to learn the best way to manage my money and invest my money, and then saying, next time, I'm going to do a better job of due diligence so that I'll never lose that much money in an investment again. The former is an example of intentional learning because it conveys a desire. The latter is an example of experiential learning because what it conveys is that something went awry. (laughs) And the sentiment is in response to that. It's a response to a mistake, a misjudgment, a miscalculation, something. Something didn't pan out the way you intended. 
So as you reflect on 2019, how many of your money decisions are the former type with intention rather than the latter by experience? And do not tell me that you didn't have any money lessons this year because we all do. We each have learned or have gotten reaffirmed something about ourselves and with our money this year, whether that showed up as something that you wanted to do, wish you had done, or wish you had not done. And by the way, this is true regardless of where you may fall on the income or wealth spectrums. I drive that point home so many times because I really want to dispel the myth that says if you earn a lot, if you have a lot of uh, wealth, that you then don't make mistakes <laughs> and that you don't have lessons to be learned. That is so untrue. But here's the deal. My question to you was how many of your money lessons are, you know, because you intended to learn them versus by experience. But maybe what I should have asked you first is have you even taken the time to pause and reflect on your money lessons this year? Hmm. <laughs> maybe I should have done that before asking you uh, what type of lesson did you learn and then maybe, maybe even asking you to ascribe, you know, what was the best money lesson that you learned. But if that's the case for you, no worries, because this is the perfect time to ask yourself those questions and to explore the many layers that are beneath it. And it's also a great time to ask it of others. And why? Because you are already getting together with family and friends. And more than likely during these gatherings, if you're going to keep it real and not just stay at the surface, you are sharing and reminiscing about this year's experiences. And a part of that is swapping stories and recounting the lessons that you learned. And you're talking about the experiences that you've had and the choices that you've made, both good and bad. And hopefully you are also sharing the money lessons that you learned too. Again, this is only relevant if you are going beyond the surface and having a more substantive conversation. But I bring all of this up because I am reminded of this quote by Douglas Adams, and it goes like this. Human beings who are almost unique in having the ability to learn from the experience of others are also remarkable for their apparent disinclination to do so. I just love the irony of this quote. And I want us to move from being disinclined to actually being inclined. But here's the thing. There is a huge difference between learning a lesson and internalizing a lesson. And we want to internalize a lesson. But for that to occur, you actually need to have a formalized reflection process, one that will actually help you to truly capture not only what happened, but also how can you intentionally use it as guidance for the future. And this goes back to what I said at the beginning in terms of making sure that the value from the lesson or the lessons, as the case may be, extend long past this present moment. So... And when I say formalized process, you know, let me just say it, the word makes it seem like it's much more than what it is in that I'm just asking you to take some time to get in a quiet space, have some time by yourself, reflect back on the year and write it all down, right? And write it all down by first asking yourself the question, what did you learn or what did you get reaffirmed this year? 
And why is this a great time to do it? Because you are probably accustomed to December being that time of year where you do annual reviews. Maybe you do it at work because you are an employee, or maybe you do it at work because you are the boss and you're doing it for other people. I know for my case, December is when I carve out several days to do an annual review and reflection on my business. And this question of, you know, what did I learn or get reaffirmed um, is one of the questions that I will ask and reflect on. And not only is this a good question for evaluating the performance of a business, it's also a good one to ask when it comes to evaluating one's performance when it comes to money, as well as the evolution of one's relationship with their money. Taking a moment to pause and reflect on your money lessons each year is a really good practice to adopt. So if this happens to be the first year that you do this, I hope that it will be one that you do moving forward. But here's a note of caution. Don't just take note of what went sideways. Be sure that you are also acknowledging what you learned from things that went well, from the pleasant surprises, and maybe even those instances where your expectations were exceeded. So if the first part of you know, the, in, uh, the formalized process, if you will, uh, to internalize a lesson is asking the question and, and writing down your answer, you know, what did you learn and what did you get reaffirmed? The second thing is once you have that you know, cataloged, you've listed those lessons, then the next thing you need to do is unpack it. You need to spend some time unpacking it some more and think of it as uncovering, well, what's the lesson behind the lesson? If you embrace the idea that all lessons, whether acquired intentionally or experientially, that they are designed to help you grow and perhaps change, then what did that growth and change manifest? Did it show up in your mindset? Did it show up in the habits that you're practicing or that you've decided to no longer practice? Did it show up in the choices that you make and how you make them? Did it show up in the discipline that you're practicing? Did it show up in the boundaries that you've set or reset? Did it show up in the goals that you set or did it show up in some other way? You want to really make sure that, again, that you're moving beyond the surface and that you're not just, you know, ticking off, well, this is the lesson that I learned without really diving into that lesson a little bit more deeply. And then the third part of, you know, making sure to have a more formalized uh, process, if you will, reflection process, is this third and really important step. And that is to make sure that you are removing self-blame. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is often easier to say and to suggest than it is to do. But you also know that blame and shame don't get you very far. In fact, they keep you paralyzed. They don't create the space for you to acknowledge the lesson, to internalize it, and then to create a way or ways to integrate those lessons and the choices and the actions that you take moving forward. So again, to internalize the lesson and not simply learn it, you've got to ask the question, you've got to go beneath it, and then you've got to make sure that you're letting go of the self-blame, especially uh, when it's experiential and it's, it's due to a mistake or miscalculation or a misjudgment. Lessons expand your understanding about a subject or situation. 
lessons help you improve the condition of your circumstances. And lessons are never, ever simply for your benefit. This reminds me of another quote, one that I used in my book, Financial Intimacy. And it's this, experience is the worst teacher. It gives the test before presenting the lesson. And that is courtesy of Vernon Law, former Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher. And also, if you know me, you won't be surprised that I leaned on a baseball quote to help us with this. But here's why I'm sharing all of this. Um, why not benefit from what others have done or have not done, right? Learning uh, vicariously, if you will, from their mistakes or missteps or the things even that they did well, it can be just as insightful and often much less stressful. But this can only happen if we share. This can only happen when it comes to money, when you share your money lessons, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I am asking you, actually, I know I am imploring you, please share your best money lesson or lessons because it just may be the thing that will help somebody else to have a better year or maybe even years ahead. And speaking of helping people get ahead of lessons, I want to tell you about Pearls of Financial Wisdom for College Graduates. It's a multimedia, self-paced program designed to help relatively recent grads create a personalized approach to their finances. And by relatively you know, new, what I mean is zero to five years. And these are young adults that have the ever-pressing question of what should I do with my money? <laughs> like all of us, but they've got a, a, there's a different sort of pressure uh, when it comes to them asking that question. And they are looking for guidance and they're looking for direction. And more than likely, they're looking to you for that guidance and direction. And I want to help you give them what they want and what they need. Pearls of Financial Wisdom, like everything that I do, it, there is no one-size-fits-all approach. It systematically walks graduates through an examination of the opportunities, the strategies, and the systems that they and all young people can use to take control of their finances in their own unique way. And whether you're listening to this, you know, yourself as a recent grad or, um, you know, you want to help someone else have a solid financial uh, foundation and you would love to thrive in today's economy or you would love to see somebody else thrive in today's economy, pearls of financial wisdom can help. You can get a preview of the advice, the inspiration, and the tools that I share by going to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pearls. Again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pearls. Well, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end. And please, pretty please, don't keep your 2019 money lessons to yourself and don't miss an opportunity to ask others about theirs. You never know. You might teach something that the other person didn't know and they need. And likewise, you might learn something that you didn't know and maybe you didn't even know that you needed it. Or at the very least, you'll get a reminder. And if you want to hear about one of my biggest money lessons this year, then check out episode number seven. 
So again, thanks so much for listening. I know you have many options when it comes to podcasts, and I appreciate you including this as one of them. And likewise, thank you for checking out Pearls of Financial Wisdom. Again, you can go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pearls for more information. All right, I'm out of here. If you aren't already a subscriber, you can do so on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And while you are there, please do leave a rating and a review because it is how I learn if you are digging what I am creating. And if we are not already connected on social media, let's correct that and get connected. I am most active on Twitter and Instagram. Just put my name in the search box, Jaquette Timmons, and my respective handles will come up. Alrighty, until next time, remember, it's about more than money.